Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the High School Transcript. This is your host, Mr. Flannery. And I'm Mr. Wimpenny. And today we had a chance to sit down with Kimberly Esquivel. A senior here at Lakeside High School. And folks, you're going to want to stay tuned because she has some incredible stories um, that are just, they're awe-inspiring. No, you get six pieces of bacon. <sighs> yes, if we, feel, if we feel friendly, but if we don't feel friendly, we'll probably give you five or four. Who's? But since it's you, I was home to give them three. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So <laughs> not friendly at all. That's kind of mean. <clears throat> Dang. So I'll just get the chicken nuggets. There's no way that can get messed up, right? <laughs> I'll get a six-piece, get a three-piece. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's, what's the weirdest order you've had to do? The weirdest order? Like, there was one time where someone ordered our cheese sauce with their chicken nuggets. <laughs> and the cheese sauce is made for burgers. Like, it's not made for dipping. It's like a thick consistency. Is it like a, so it's not like a queso? No, not at all. I don't know what else. The is, so cheese is it... sauce is like a, I, it is melted cheese, Get don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's not made for dipping. It's made for like the burgers. It's like a sauce for the burgers. So when you use it for like chicken nuggets, it just doesn't, it does not it does not sit well with you. Like I could tell like probably when they got home they had like an aftermath of like doc um, <laughs> like Taco Bell or something. <laughs> an aftermath. I think we can all visualize unfortunately what that looks like. <laughs> uh, oh man. Jeez. I've 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 had the Wendy's aftermath, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but I will not go there. <clears throat> Uh, so you've now been working at Wendy's your senior year. You've been working there for how long? I've been working there for like five months already. Five months at Wendy's. Yeah. I'm guessing you probably have some stories. Oh, I have so many. One just recently. I had a a Karen and um, <laughs> it was drive through. Unfortunately, the person who was collecting the money charged her order to the wrong person. So that already was a mistake. And we had to take her order at the window, and then we parked her up front. And then already she had some built-up anger. So right when we get her food, I guess, like, we forgot, like, a potato or something. <laughs> and um, she just got really angry at us. And then she told us that she just does not give a F about this food anymore. She threw her Frosties, her drink, all on the floor. The Frosties? It, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the Frosties. Jeez. <laughs> and then... It was like a $50 order. So imagine the burgers, the Frosties, the drink all up on the floor. And it was such a mess. It was terrible. (laughs) And the Karen was just like, (laughs) she was just like, who's the manager working tonight? And then we told her the name. She's like, don't worry, I'll take care of him. I'm going to call corporate in the morning. And then I was like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) No, she's not. Calling calling corporate Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) You seen that episode of The Office? <laughs> when like he calls Wendy. <laughs> Have you not seen that? I forget. I'm not a big Office fan. Oh. I'm not either. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, my roommate is. So I've seen def- a lot of. Yeah. A lot of it. That joke would have killed with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I have another story. It was with a. We have a lot of homeless men. Okay. Around there, just walking out, and. I was on my 30 at this point. Everything always happens on my break. I For, just, okay, so that's a 30-minute break. Yeah, I'm okay. on my 30-minute break. I'm just chilling, just eating, just grubbing. And then this homeless guy just comes in, and he has no mask on, so we couldn't give him any service. 
And then he proceeds to try to order. And then we told him, like, oh, you can't, we can't serve you unless you have a mask. He gets really pissed off. He's like, oh, hell no, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets outside, and he uses the bathroom in front of the door. <laughs> so he went to the bathroom on Wendy. On Wendy's, yes. <laughs> on Wendy's, that's what I meant. On yes. Wendy, pretty much <laughs> on Wendy. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, that, 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 <laughs> like, what do you do at that point? You're just sitting there inside the store and watching this man mm-hmm. just... And Go I, to the bathroom. I fortunately I saw him like trying to like attempt something, but I did not see the process of it. So I was very fortunate <laughs> about. But and I told my manager, I'm like, hey, I think something. I think he just did something on the uh, on the door. And then my manager comes out and he sees him, and he's like, oh heck no! And then you see the splatter. Fortunately enough, it was raining that day. So it, the app, it got rinsed. It did get rinsed, but we also had to send an employee out to go clean it. Mm-hmm. You had to what? We had to send an employee oh, out. Oh, employee, okay. Yeah, I had to go clean it. You weren't the employee, were you? I was on my break. <laughs> <laughs> you extend your break. I'm like, I think I'm going to take an hour. <laughs> um, so, you just started, so you started working at Wendy's this year. Um, obviously, due to circumstances, it gives you a little bit more time to work. Because mm-hmm. um, I know, you know, being your teacher, I know you've, Missed a few classes because you're at work, but I'm never going to get upset at that. You guys got to do what you got to do. Um, <clears throat> before that, though, were you involved in anything um, school-related when we were on campus and stuff like that? I was involved with a lot. Like what? Okay, so <clears throat> my freshman year. Actually, I was involved in AVID for more than a half a decade, starting from my middle school years. Wow. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I either dropped out or got kicked out in my junior year <laughs> just because... <laughs> <laughs> was it your notebook? No. <laughs> I I told them that I wasn't going to a four year, and they're like, "Oh, like if an avid, your goal is to go to a four year. If you're mm-hmm. not gonna go to a four year, then just don't be an avid." And I was like, "You're right. You're right. I'm out." <laughs> and then I dipped, and then um, pretty much since then I've stopped being an avid. But other than avid. I was involved in all the aquatic programs. I was involved in Link Crew, ASB Renaissance, ASB. What is that one club called with Geeson? Oh, the, is it the, is that the Interact uh, Club? Interact. Interact. Okay. Interact <coughs> used to be across from my classroom. Oh, did yeah. it really? Well, our classrooms. Oh, that's right. That's what that room was? If, uh, like your freshman year, it was in that. The room next to Perez, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of the, of all those clubs, though, Interact, ASB, ASB Renaissance, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned aquatics, water polo. Did you do swim as well, or just? I water did polo? swim for like a season, but then I got ish- I got injured. My shoulder like popped out of its socket. Oh. Yeah, it was a dummy mistake on me because I w- I was just like being like a dummy and just like oh. It's all right. The way I'm swimming, I know it's wrong, but I'm going to still do it. <laughs> and then I proceeded to get hurt. Hmm. Oh, Did that affect your water polo season the next year? No, because water polo began in the summer. Okay. So the there was like a little break. Okay. And then I also had to drop swim for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. So for that recovery, I was all right. Okay. And then from there, water polo was like my main priority. Mm-hmm. Until I had to like stop. So I, I'm not a sports person at all, 
But I have heard that like water polo is like one of the most vicious sports. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I hear all the time of like players trying to like dunk each other all the time and. I have a picture of me drowning a girl. <laughs> you might want to delete that. That might be evidence. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> okay, okay. It was at a tournament, and then. Because that makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a tournament, and we both were, like, really aggressive towards each other because I guess we had built-up anger. I'm not sure how, <laughs> but we were holding grudges out for each other, and um, she got me first, and then I was just trying to play defense on her, and then she grabbed me by my head, and then I grabbed her by her head, and luckily I had the the stronger, stronger power than her, and I was able to dunk her a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I know it sounds horrible, but it sounds it, it sounds very horrible. <laughs> There's been I, worse. So, I can't say I'm surprised. I went to one water polo game two years ago. I've, I I want to say two years ago. Could have even been last. No, what? I think it was last year because Yahida was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys played Talkwitz. <clears throat> I rem- you remember the um, the coach? Oh yeah. The coach I remember the coach. I remember the girl's name on the other team too that he was constantly <laughs> screaming at. I know. Yeah. I think she. I think he made her cry actually in the locker room. Well, if he didn't, Yahida probably did when she hit her with oh. the ball. <laughs> it was twice. Oh, I remember that snap. twice. I was like, oh, this this is a this is a rough day for her. But I remember have that. you ever been hit? So with many the times. Ball? I think also by Yahida as well. <laughs> did, is that just something she tries to do or? Um, I think she definitely has like a. Like a score kept against people. She has like points. Like, oh, I hit her once. <laughs> One point score. But I don't think, I just think sometimes we all have bad accuracy at some point, obviously. So it just wasn't her day, possibly. So she just, I mean, if she was aiming for the girl, I would say it's her day. But if she was aiming for the net, probably not. It was her day. Was her she day. comes out with a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> it was her day. It was not that girl's day. I could tell you that much right now. It was not her day. <laughs> is a, is water polo something you've done all four years? I was involved. Um, yes, all four years. I did not play my junior year also to an injury from my bones. Hmm. Yeah, I have really bad bones. Just, I don't know how to describe it. My bone marrow just sucks. And, and a lot of people, like, I told them, like, oh, my bone marrow, like, sucks. They're like, oh, just drink milk. That'll fix it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't just give that. I was, I was thinking that, too. I was like, just drink milk. <laughs> so shoulder, bone, Bones. bone marrow. Are there any other injuries or anything? Because it, it sounds like you have a pretty... A history of yeah, hospitals. Pretty, yeah, pretty. What? <laughs> I wasn't going to say hospitals. <laughs> Treatment. <laughs> I was just going to say injury list. All right. Um, throwback to, like, when I lived in Orange County, I did have heart surgery, which is, like, a whole different story. But I had a hole in my heart, which kept me from breathing from since I was born all the way up to I got the surgery, was which was, like, at a really young age. I got the surgery. And I got, like, a rod inserted up from my thigh all the way up to my heart. And it, like, gave me, like, a balloon to fill up the hole to make me breathe. That's another, like, treatment I had to get. Wow. And ever since then, like, I have, like, a balloon inserted in me. Whenever I breathe, the balloon just goes in and out. It's really dope. I think it's dope. <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated. <clears throat> I've never heard of it. Is it, like, an, it's an actual 
balloon it's, or it's is it just a, <laughs> I was like, that seems. <laughs> this terminology. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't. <laughs> you say the terminology could be an actual balloon. So, a, so there's a rod, but what is the actual? It's just a balloon-like. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's made from latex. I'm not sure, but it's like a latex that could be inserted in you, obviously. But it just it just helps me breathe mm-hmm. pretty much, and. Yeah, like, ever since then, I could breathe, obviously, so. Well, we're very grateful for that. <laughs> um, is there ever a chance that it it comes out and you don't need it, or? <clears throat> it said, the doctor told me after 10 years, if it doesn't dissolve by then, then you're going to have to come in and get another uh, balloon inserted in you, obviously. But I haven't had any issues since then, so I think it has dissolved, fortunately enough. So, the, like, the balloon material has dissolved? Yes, it could dissolve. So once it dissolves, the whole kind of, like, gets back together, I guess you could say. like The, the whole closes? Yeah, the whole okay. closes. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. And uh, the whole closes, and I don't, I wouldn't need the balloon anymore. So how do you, how do you double check whether or not that that's the case or not? Because you said the doctor said give you, like, 10 years. I stopped breathing, flattery. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, but I meant, like, even though you could still be breathing, it could still be that material or that balloon-like item, whatever it is. How do you know that it's it's no longer that? Like, the it is dissolved, and it's just your heart now. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, do you have to get it checked once oh. in a while? Yeah. No, I, no? Have, I haven't gotten checked hmm. in a while for it, just because I haven't had any issues. But I'm pretty sure it's dissolved by now. There's I have no evidence of it being dissolved. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's dissolved by now. You wouldn't. Have, you don't. You wouldn't have to go back and get something like that checked, or you just don't know. No, I haven't. They haven't told me or called me like, "Oh, come back for a checkup." No, nothing. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that. I could not imagine. You. You said you were how old? You said you were really young, but I was like five or six. Wow. When you got that? Or? Yeah, I, I had that hole in my heart for since I was a newborn, all the mm-hmm. way up to five years old. What was that experience like at, at five or six years old? I was such a brat to the doctors. I remember <laughs> that so vividly. I was such a brat. I My poor dad had to go into the hospital room with me before I was there. Like, before the room that sterilized, there's, like, another room that you get in to, like, process everything. Mm-hmm. And my poor dad had to go in there because, like, I wouldn't let them put me, like, back to sleep. Like, they were like, oh, like, we're going to put this mask on you. It smells like cherries. And I'm like, I don't like cherries. I want another one. <laughs> and then they brought me one that was bubble gum. And then they're like, this is the last one. We couldn't find another one for you. And I was kicking them. I was screaming. And then my dad had to come in and hold me to, like, let me put go to sleep. Because I was such a brat. Poor doctors, man. I feel horrible. <laughs> and, and I got the, like, five-star treatment as well after they, uh, when I was able to eat, they told me, like, oh, what do you want to eat? And I ordered the most. I ordered chips. I ordered ice cream. I ordered brownies. And they brought it all to me, which I was so, <laughs> it was so pumped. And I was so excited to get all the food I could ever, like, eat. And, yeah, I got the fight start treatment for acting like a brat, but very fortunate of my doctors. Very fortunate. <laughs> Okay, so you had <clears throat> you had the surgery at the five or six years old, right around there. Said you were a brat. 
that's clearly subsided because you're not a brat now. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess describe to me, if, if you can, that, that maturation process. Because at five or six years old, you dealt with something that you know, most people won't deal with their entire lives. Um, so that, that's got to be something that, that help, I want to say almost helps you mature because it makes you, I guess, grateful for what, for what you have. I do remember my parents wouldn't be able to like pay it all on their own. So I do remember them asking like my uncles, like, are you willing to help? And I remember like hearing this one day, like, oh, we couldn't pay for it all the way. And it like kind of like broke me. I'm like, damn, like, I really put like everybody in a really uncomfortable, really bad situation because mm-hmm. everybody had to pay because it's not cheap. Surgery is not cheap. So when everybody was like willing to help me pay, like pay for my surgery, I was just like, I, it matured me in a way because I, I learned the hard way that I was loved in my family and I was always looked after. So in that way, I learned that I was cared for, but I learned in a bad way. You learned... You said you learned that in a bad way? Yes. Be- <clears throat> that you uh, were cared for? Yeah. You want to learn that you're, like, cared for through surgery, through money issues? I, To me, I wouldn't... How do I, 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 just, I would just want to learn that I'm cared for. I think that is, that is something that, you know, you consider our population here at Lakeside. Um, I think a lot of students would just love to know that, that they are cared for. Um, I, don't, I don't think it, it... It's obviously... It would be nice to have it under better circumstances, um, but just knowing that, I think, is what may have gotten you to where you are. You know, at the beginning of this year, you had told me, I, Flannery, I need to get a job because I'm going to have to pay for my own college. You know, you took that upon yourself, almost reflecting all the way back to when you had this heart surgery. You're like, I'm not going to make my family do that again. Mm -hmm. I want to help. I want to support. And so you took it upon yourself to go get that job. So... While the circumstances behind learning that, that you had people that cared about you were not necessarily top-notch, I think it helped shape who you are today. Like, wow. <laughs> Bow down to that lecture. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to make it into a lecture. No, 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 not lecture. Poetry. I don't, I'm not sure how to describe it, but... Did any of my words rhyme? Did I do poetry? I don't think... Poetry doesn't have to rhyme. That's a good point. I usually just try to make it rhyme. We're getting off topic now, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so what's really cool about this in particular is you were the first, you reached out to me. Um, you've been the first senior to actually reach out to me and want to come on here, which super pumped for. That's what I've been looking for. However, you had told me, Flannery, I got some stories. All right. I'm, I'm curious. Because <laughs> yeah, right. neither one of us know you that well yeah i know you decently at least i've met you this year and i've you know for the through the first semester i got to know you pretty well um it's tailored off since you got the job and stuff like mm-hmm. that we don't communicate as much but like when you told me these stories i was like yeah <laughs> All right. fill me in <laughs> <laughs> a, a good story i remember flannery was like of last year i actually met you last year you don't remember me very well but i met you last year <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She knew she knew me as a sub too, so. <laughs> and yeah, right. but I know why she knew me last year. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh, 
My apologies. All right, so I remember that you were very strict on your players, pretty much, about dating, and you wouldn't let the girlfriends go past the poles, the yellow poles. It's not as bad as it sounds when <laughs> Don't give me that look. I don't actually, like, caution tape it off. I just encourage that they not... The caution tape is invisible, pretty much. That's, that's what he's fair. trying to say. That's fair. The yellow poles are not invisible. Those are real. <laughs> there is restrictions. <laughs> anyway, continue. So I had... I used to associate myself with this one girl, and she was also dating a player. And I remember she used to tell me, like, oh, like, Flannery is not on good terms with me. I don't think he likes me. And... Um, and I was like, damn, like, I wanted to be on good terms with you. Like, you seem like a pretty chill guy. So I was like, whatever, you know? And then I, I pres- like, I introduced you to, m- I introduced myself to you as myself and not as Jesus's girlfriend, which did, like, an impact, I guess, on you because you didn't, you didn't know me as Jesus's girlfriend. You knew me as Kimberly. So whenever I talked with you, you always knew me as Kimberly and I used to see his girlfriend. So you would let me up in the fields. So I kind of like finesse the system a little bit. Subtle. Finesse the system. Okay. We're we're giving away all your secrets. (laughs) Apparently, just tell me your name. Don't tell me who you're dating. (laughs) And then it was one of your tournaments, I remember, that I... That I went up and I was cheering on Jesus playing and then... He went up to me after the game, and then you noticed, and you're like, "Oh, so this is your, <laughs> so this is who you're dating," and I was like, "Oh, snap! He found out." <laughs> Good job, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I remember that's my first impression of Flannery. I tried to be subtle with him. I didn't try to annoy him as much as other players' <laughs> girlfriends would. I never really spoke to many of my players girlfriends um obviously i'm gonna say like hey no girlfriends past the yellow poles Mm -hmm. you guys are in high school you guys are gonna date i get that dated in high school it's it's high school it's human nature i just distractions (laughs) as a coach you want to limit distractions as a former player when i knew i had a a female friend coming to my game i was like oh i gotta i gotta perform really well i gotta look good and I played like crap. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, keep the girlfriends at the yellow poles. That way you don't have to try to impress them. Because <clears throat> just as as high school athletes, like if Jesus went to one of your games, mm-hmm. how would you feel about that? I would be nervous. On I would be nervous. I would, be, I would forget how to swim and like start drowning. <laughs> Re-injure that shoulder. <laughs> but now you get it. Yes, you, I do. You get play it, yeah. different. Yeah, I do play different. So there's some logic. There's <laughs> there's a method to my madness. He's trying to like create like some positivity to his madness. Pretty much is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> trying <laughs> try not to talk down on myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <clears throat> Another story that like this story consists of like a lot of trauma. Pretty much in my life, I went through a lot starting my sophomore year. It started November 30th. And and the really weird I remember the date because that's how you know like it started like that's how much it affected me cuz I remember every detail from then. 
And this, remind you, this is just a summary of nine months that changed me who I was before and now who I am. You said sophomore year, right? Sophomore okay. year. So pretty much what happened was November 30th, I was getting ready for zero period. I had world AP World History with Tillery. Tillery's a great teacher. I loved him so much. And um, pretty much I was in the car and then my mom goes and like tells me, she's like, hey, you're, we can't find your uncle. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? And she's like, he got picked up. And that's slang in Mexico saying that he got kidnapped. And when someone gets kidnapped, pretty much what that means is that um, it was revenge against someone else. So my uncle did associate himself with gang members. He was not involved in the crimes. He was just friends, pretty Mm -hmm. much. And he got picked up by the enemies, and we don't know where he's at since then. Still? Still. We haven't found the body. We haven't found any evidence. We have summarized it down so he was possibly, like, stranded somewhere, like, left to die. Either left as a, as, like, a slave to them. We have no idea, but we still have not found him. And since then, like, I just think about him all the time. Like, it just hurts, like, thinking about it. And the November 30th is the day I consider the last day of him alive. That's I, when you found out. Because I really do not think he's alive anymore. And since then, I just, like, matured up. Like, I, like, I knew I got to get my, my stuff together. So then months passed by. I lose two other family members. And May rolls around. May was a whole nother story. So May, it was May 29th, I got home from school. This uh, is still sophomore year? This is still okay. sophomore year. So this is May 29th, and I get home. And my mom pushes me off to the side, and she tells me to look at this article. And it was an article of my cousin. And um, she was presented um, as, as suicide. So she committed May 29th in Mexico, and yeah, since then, I just never been the same. And um, pretty much with summary of that day, I found out and I was just quiet about it. I kept calm, I was just like, I'm not gonna let this, like, I want to think positive of this. And I was calm for like a month, and then I reflected back, and then it destroyed me. Over this, that summer, of like coming into my junior year, I, I was like fighting mental illness at the, at the peak, at, mm-hmm. the, at the finest. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> um, and then I just, just found everything to be angry at. And that turned me into such a terrible person. I found everything to be angry at. I found battles and fights and just constant, constant negativity. I would never find any any happiness anywhere until junior year came around. And 
everything just like made me so happy, man. Like, keep in mind, juniors, when like I stopped associating myself with some people, and that just changed me to the best. And I began hanging out with your players, and they have a they they are very genuine people. Yes, uh, and uh, fortunately enough, I fell. I fell for one of them, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other players. They they knew how to make me laugh. They knew that I, I they knew my they knew my humor, and it, it was so much fun with them. And it was always three players, that I, four players including Jesus, but the other three were the ones that like I considered brothers pretty much. And it was Cheeto, Tui, and B. There we we were we were that we were that. You guys were inseparable. We were all Ab- inseparable. Every time I walked by one of you, I saw the rest of you. <laughs> Every single time. Yes, and we were we were that group that everybody wanted to be around because we were just constantly laughing and just having fun, and they changed me for the better. They don't know it, but they changed me and made me find like happiness and. They made me, like, be able to smile again just from their dumb jokes <laughs> that they make, making fun of me all the time. They knew how to make me smile. And it was crazy because I never knew that, like, a friend could have that much impact on you. It's it's wild. And um, through all the drama that the guys had, not between them, but between <laughs> girls as well. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> Uh, we always stuck together, and it was always us for us four just hanging out. And I'm glad that they like saw me as a little sister and just saw me as someone that like they could talk to no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so fortunate of that. It's, it's a a blessing in disguise. Hopefully, you don't mind me asking this, but. So you said going from your sophomore to junior year, you made that change, right? Mm-hmm. Was that like an intentional change, or is it was it just happened like naturally, or did you have to like actively like in- intensely try to find a new like core friend group? So my sophomore year, I hanged out with people that were kind of just not were not the most friendliest people. Just because I, like how I said, I found anger and negativity, and that's where I was guiding towards. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for, like, happiness. I was just looking for fights all the time. And that transition into finding, like, new people, I guess you could say, was very intentional. It was just because one day um, the that friend group just, like, turned their back on me. And the your players pretty much I could say like kind of I started hanging out with because I had a class with one of them so we started hanging out with them and they kind of just like hey come hang out with us at lunch and I was like yeah I'm down and then it was something so intentional but it was also on purpose because I kept coming back Mm -hmm. so wherever I saw myself like being more happy like that's where I gravitated to I, I'm like, I'm humbled right now, <clears throat> to be honest. Um, mainly because as a 
coach or teacher, like I got to work with, with that group that you're talking about. And to hear this story from you and how they brought you in and it's the word proud comes to mind, obviously, but it's just not enough. I so happy for those young men that they brought someone in like you and, and made your life better. But at the same time, I don't think you realize that you made their life better because that same year, I know some of them were struggling with some, some stuff outside of, of baseball and or school, but they made it through. You made it through. You're coming out on the other end, a much better person, much happier person. You're not afraid clearly to, to talk about those things. And I think it takes that group of people that you surround yourself with, you know, like you just said, like those guys to make life easier. Mm -hmm. So pretty much is when you're getting to your finest points, the most, the highest point of your life, you don't want to let your friends stay at the bottom. You want to bring them up to like the top as with you. Mm -hmm. So that's what we all did with, with each other. We always like stood by each other. We always, we, whenever we all had an issue, we wouldn't let us, we wouldn't, I'm sorry, we wouldn't let others just stay at the bottom. We would all go out to the top with each other. We just wouldn't leave them at the bottom just to fight their battles on their own. It's it's funny because I, I, I talked to the baseball team and I said, like, anyone who steps foot on this field is family. And it sounds like those, that group in particular, took that advice or that concept and extended it beyond the baseball field. Because as much as you were up at the baseball field supporting them, you were never on the baseball field and family, but they made you part of the family. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm sorry, like, I know this is your episode, but like, I am so proud of those guys. I, like, I hope they listen to this. I really do. And you better reach out to them and tell them to listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> okay. That is, that is so awesome, Kim. Um, but kind of back, do you feel that, that talking about um, what, what you've experienced, does that help? Help in a positive or negative way? Positive. positive you had mentioned way. to me on the way here as far as um, keeping their memories alive, right? I speak of their stories not just to, for the pity, but I speak in them to keep them alive. Because mm -hmm. there's no other way I could keep them alive other than keeping their names alive. So that's why I continue to tell their stories and continue to keep it part of me because that's they made me who I am today. We were talking about a term. There's a term in English that's like when stories are passed down. I can I cannot, for the life of me, think of the term. I teach math. So. <laughs> Don't know why I looked at you. <laughs> um, I'm I have chills right now. I'm not even like I, this. Is the realest it has gotten on here? I think. Um, student-wise, at least, um, in front of myself, Mr. Wimpenny, and, like, my heart is, like, shaking. I, I, like, or not my heart, but, like, my heart <laughs> is beating extremely fast, and I am shaking because I don't even know how to, like, manifest my next response, Kim. It's just, your, your stories are, they're so raw, and you're not afraid to, to talk about them, and I commend you for that so much. Um, Do you think, like, talking about it on here could like benefit someone that's listening to your story? I really hope it benefits them. I really hope that they find whatever battles or whatever experiences they're going through, they could try to reflect off of my experiences and try 
to know that that's not the end. They know, they should know, but that they shouldn't give up. I know that sounds like, like everybody tells you that don't give up, don't give up, but truly and truly just don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your future. Just focus and just focus and just know that you won't let yourself fall back down because when you hit rock bottom, everything from there is this high. You hit the bottom already, everything else from there is going to mm-hmm. be a high. Mm-hmm. You mentioned future, and I'm going to kind of segue here into that, um, if you don't mind. Um, you're a few months shy now of graduation, um, whatever it may or may not look like, which, again, <laughs> I apologize for. Um, what are your, what are, what's the next step? for Kimberly Esquivel after graduation? I am going to move out. I am going to be doing me. I'm going to go to community college and I'm going to focus on myself. I am going to be studying to be in dental and I am going to pursue a future off of that. And once graduation hits, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just going to move out go to college, do my studies, work, you know, just doing me, doing (laughs) what I have to do to, like, build myself a life and build the life for the people around me, you know? Is there a reason why dental? Like, is there any stories there? Well, she did win Best Smile. Oh. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Excuse me. She's been nominated for Best Smile. I've been nominated for Best Senior Smile. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, dental to keep these these pearly teeth, <laughs> <laughs> to keep them straight, to keep them white, you know? And so I don't have to tell my dentist over and over again, hey, help me with this, you know? Like, I'm going to be like, nah, I got it. You hand me the tool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, that, that can't, is that really why, though? Or is have you always had that, some sort of passion for... Like dental hygiene? No, I just, I read about, I read articles a lot. That's how I know a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I just read an article about someone like pursuing dental hygiene and they said that they made a living off of it and they had like a good good living. I was going to say decent living too, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And they just enjoyed it so much and they talked about their experiences and I was just like admiring it. I was like, wow. I want to do that, and then I just got inspired off of that and just wanted to do that ever since. Where did you read that article, by chance? Internet, where else? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you don't read off of YouTube, Flannery. No, on, on. but I'm surprised you're not teaching yourself how to, do, how to be a dentist off of YouTube. <laughs> Everyone seems to be teaching themselves how to do something off of YouTube. <laughs> like, we're not even needed anymore. It's the COVID life. It's the, yeah. <laughs> I got to start a YouTube class. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, what, uh, what junior college are you looking at right now, Kim? I have no idea. I, I don't, I'm not. Do you want to, like, stay local or, or? Ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. I am staying local. Staying local, okay. Yeah, just because I'm really close with my sisters and my, my brothers, my siblings. I, I just want to stay by them. I want to be able to, like, come visit anytime soon. I want to come through and eat my mom's food, you know? <laughs> And, um, Classic I, college life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking into like RCC, MSJC. Mm-hmm. 
just because it's local and just because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people go through there and they know that they could I see them graduate, so I know their college is somehow some way helpful. So you know, we, I want to graduate too. So you know who's over at MSJC right now, right? B <coughs> B and Tui. B and Tui. Yeah. B and Tui and probably next year Navarro. Mm-hmm. Um so you know people there. That that's your group. Mm-hmm. That's so that would be cool to see. <laughs> um definitely keep your options open. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I'm also looking into trade schools just because I know that that could be also an option and could be, you know, somewhat more affordable just because I don't know if you guys heard, but Flannery did say that I am working because I am going to pay for my college all on my own. I'm not receiving any financial help from my parents, unfortunately. Um, so I am doing everything on my own. You're going to grind. I'm I'm already grinding Flannery. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Yeah, I I take that back. You are already grinding. You're just going to continue to grind. I That's awesome. I think it's admirable. Um, I also think that you're well prepared for it because of this year. I think this year has offered a very unique opportunity. Um, obviously, it is not at all what seniors want. It's not what I want for seniors. It's not what I want as a teacher, let alone. But it, I think it has provided you an opportunity of a glimpse into the college life because you're working there's going to be some classes that are online a lot of your stuff is going to be turned in online you know get used to the term blackboard okay (laughs) definitely get used to that one if you haven't heard it already but you're gonna be well prepared and in my opinion i think you will be Mm -hmm. um other than you know this year and um, you know, the work experience that you're getting right now, the kind of online class format experience you're getting right now. Do you feel that Lakeside has done a good job of preparing you for the next step after high school? I believe that Lakeside prepared me for this just because of the pandemic. I, I feel like if the pandemic didn't begin, Lakeside, I would have been the same if I was on freshman year, like, just kind of, like, slacking off, you know? I feel like the, like, a pandemic was also another blessing in disguise. As much as I absolutely hate it, but <laughs> it was something that you just had to learn to do on your own. And the lakeside definitely benefited off the pandemic just because all students, especially seniors, all learned, all learned how to do online schooling because that's how a college is going to be so we all learned off of that even though we all hate it i know (laughs) that we all want our activities back but i 100 percent agree Mm -hmm. i think you hit it right on the head i think every senior wants those activities and i want those we want those activities for Mm -hmm. you heck i want to go to some of those activities (laughs) they're fun Um, thank you (laughs) <laughs> ASB now, I have to go. <laughs> I create the invite list. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. It also, but if, if with a good mindset and, you know, similar to yours right now, Kim, it has provided that opportunity to be better prepared for college. <clears throat> so I, I think this senior class you're going to see is going to be more successful that first year of college than other classes will be. Because that first year of college is always the most difficult. It's the first time away from home. Yeah, I bet. 
That's crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> just now, just now comprehending that part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to take on the adult life. <laughs> Cut <Even> that out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that all later. But it sounds like you're, you're like you're you're ready for it, but like you're just you're almost like you're nervous, but you're ready for it. I am ready for it. I am ready to move out. I am ready to begin my life. As I have already, I buy everything on my own. I pay off my own bills. Even though I'm living off of my parents and living in their household, I'd be paying off my own bills. I'd be doing everything on my own. But just moving out and going to college is all going to make it official, make it real yeah mm-hmm. it's all gonna make it real and I'm, I'm i'm not ready for it to all be real but i am ready for that for the next step mm-hmm. into my life um i'm gonna transition to some teacher questions if you're okay with that okay okay um so i have a couple teacher questions <clears throat> the first one one of what was one of your favorite memories while you were in high school it can be related to lakeside or outside of school just what was one of your favorite memories during your high school years one thing i remember very clearly is walking to zero period and being able to see the sunrise that it just it was a good start to the day you seeing the sunrise and hearing the artillery's um, yelling from <laughs> all the way it's entering the building you could hear his yelling already and that was like a good definition, a good definition of a good morning. Just because I saw the sunrise, I saw my friends, I saw Tillery, I saw the classmates, my classmates, and it was a good morning. I just knew it from the jump. And I saw next to Rowan. Rowan's my best friend. <laughs> Rowan, oh, man, <laughs> we sat next to each other practically all year long, and. We cracked so many jokes, man. Oh, poor Tillery. Boy, for real. <laughs> poor Tillery. I think I subbed for that class one time. Last oh, year. Poor you. I didn't realize it was a zero period. So I got there late. <laughs> so you didn't sub for that uh, class? Like I subbed for half that class. <laughs> and her and Rowan didn't give you crap for it? I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, it sounds, that might have been my first, like, interaction with, with like, Rowan and, and you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad first interaction. They'll let you, <laughs> they're they're going to let you have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so as a second teacher question that was submitted, um, is there anything in your, like, four years here that, like, you wish you would have done? Like, maybe missed out on something or wish you would have taken advantage of, anything like that? So I do wish that I was more involved in electives, like, ASB and all that. I was very, like, interested in it because I did do ASB in my middle school years, and I did want to do that in high school. So was this your first year in ASB then? In high school, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I did not know that because it was my first year. I assumed that you were already in ASB. No. I, Rowan actually pursued me into joining just because I, I told her in the, in the beginning of the year, I was just like, man, I have this empty spot in my schedule. Like, what should I do? She's like, you should join ASB. And I was like, ASB, really? <laughs> she has a way of convincing people. She really does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She she wouldn't give up. Mm-mm. She just like, do it, do it. And I was like, no. She's like, no, you have to do it. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have one final teacher question. <clears throat> all right. 
Do you have any advice for freshmen this year or incoming freshmen next year? <clears throat> live in the moment, man. It all goes by so quick. Just live in the moment. The, the I know that many freshmen are going to be very, they're going to be very isolated and they're going to be want to be very dependent of others. And you really shouldn't. You you should live in the moment. You should learn and grow to be on your own because it's at the end of the day, it's going to be you. You're not going to be with someone else. You're, it's all going to be on you. So take these words of advice and learn to live life the fullest you can. I know I said that was my that was our last teacher question, <laughs> but well, no, because you had mentioned something as far as it going by really fast, and that's something I've been trying to convince people that you probably remember the first day you walked through the doors here as a freshman, and the blink of an eye, your senior year is almost over. It really does happen that fast, huh? It does happen really quick. It's just, it's crazy. Just I was so small as a freshman. I was I was very isolated and just wanting to be on my own, but. I just relied on everybody. I relied and was dependent of everybody. And then it it had to be some, like, really life. It had to be life to, like, flip me over and, like, hit me a few times for me to understand all of this. I had to learn the hard way. And that's why I want everybody to just be, like, live life to the fullest because it's always going to be you and you don't want to go through the hard hard patches in your life to understand the the good of life. I think that's some of the best advice that's, or, that anyone can give our freshmen is live in the moment. <clears throat> Absolutely enjoy these times because once high school's over, welcome to adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't. <laughs> don't even look at it. Just don't. <laughs> that, that's also good advice. <laughs> That is some sound <laughs> advice right there, Kim. <laughs> On that note, Kim, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come here um, into the studio and, and do this with us. Again, you were the first senior to really reach out to me and want to do this, and I appreciate that. I hope more do it, and I hope a lot of people listen to your stories because I think your strength can be contagious, which is a very, very good quality. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and then, uh, if, if any other seniors are out there are listening and, and you feel like you guys have some stories to, shell, to share, we, we'd love to have you guys on. Just reach out to either Mr. Flannery or myself, Mr. Wimpenny, and we'd be happy to schedule you guys for an episode. Kim, take care. I appreciate it again. Thank you. See ya. <laughs> Please remember to follow us on Instagram and Spotify at High School Transcript. And if you would like to submit any questions for our upcoming guests, please do so by sending them to our direct messages on Instagram. Again, that is at High School Transcript. See you next time, ladies and gentlemen.